Welcome to the Carecast. Hi everyone, welcome to a special uh, extraordinary Carecast. Um, we just wanted to touch base and to just talk a little bit about an extraordinary development uh, last night. I think it's fair to say that it was a genuine pro-life win and for those of you who follow care support our work and uh, engage with us when we, we need your help you'll know in recent months especially in relation to Northern Ireland in particular it hasn't been a lot of good news it's been more bad news so uh, here we are we've now got a, a genuine pro-life win um, a dangerous home abortion amendment to the UK government's domestic abuse bill which applies in England and Wales uh, was withdrawn late last night so it was not voted on by MPs which means it will not change the law which is tremendous news. Naomi how are you feeling about it this morning? Yeah I mean I have to say I was I was genuinely genuinely very shocked um, last night to hear that um, you know not only had it not been put to a vote but it had been withdrawn completely um, and that pro-abortion pro or pro-choice MPs had also spoken out against this amendment. Um, they clearly could see that it was badly drafted, that it was going to be um, dangerous for women in domestic abuse situations had it, had it been added to the bill and successfully been brought into law. Um, and it was just wonderful to hear, hear speeches from MPs like Fiona Bruce and Carla Lockhart just, just really highlighting how flawed um, that this whole concept is allowing women to take pills at home without an accurate gestational scan. We've already seen that case in the media with uh, one, one woman uh, aborted a baby at 28 weeks. She, she obviously hadn't had a scan. It's very dangerous to take abortion pills that late in gestation. And, and just the idea of, of women potentially um, taking these pills at home on their own potentially and, and having to to have that abortion uh, yeah, on their own at home is, is just horrendous. And moreover, the fact is there's no way of guaranteeing that those women aren't being coerced into that abortion in the first place. So in no way does this actually protect victims of domestic abuse. Um, so it was, it was a huge relief, both, both on, on behalf of women in those situations, but also um, a, a victory for, for unborn babies who, um, who would, have, would have potentially been aborted uh, under this, this, this law change had it been successful. Um, so huge relief really that this, this hasn't been successful. That's fantastic. Let's just let's just backtrack. Um, we talked about the you talked about there the domestic abuse bill. Do you want to just quickly summarise what's the deal with the domestic abuse bill? What's going on with that? Yeah. So I mean, we at Care we we really support the the purpose of this bill, which is to um, to offer better support for victims of domestic abuse in England and Wales, um, to to enhance protections for those victims. Um, to help them through through the, the court process, court proceedings, um, and, and just throughout this whole process, there's been a number of charities that have been consulted that work with women in these situations, and just um, seeing their recommendations added added to the bill um, has been has been really important, um, and to and to hear what what victims of domestic abuse go through, and and just the vast numbers of women uh, and and men as well um, in these situations. Um, and just to hear their stories highlighted has been so important. So this is this is a landmark bill. It's really a vital piece of legislation, and and it, it's so it's so wonderful that it that it has gone through without any abortion amendments. Because had they had they been successful, then it would have made the bill about abortion and not about uh, what what it's intended for, which is supporting victims of domestic abuse. So it, it's so important that it kept its focus. 
And that's why I guess at CARE we've been sort of saying for the last few weeks, we've been saying keep the domestic abuse bill focused on abuse, not abortion. Because I, I know from friends, like just asking me questions, texting, whatever, just saying like there were two abortion amendments that had been tabled late last week. And, and we should just, I guess, just stand back a bit further and say, so the domestic abuse bill is a government bill. It began its life in the House of Commons. Uh, earlier on this year. It's gone through its common stages very quickly because it's a very urgent piece of legislation and it's now got to go through the House of Lords. And there's a thing called report stage, which comes after committee stage. And this is where any changes that have been made to the legislation so far in its parliamentary journey are debated and considered, but it's also an opportunity for new amendments to be tabled. So uh, report stage and third reading happened together uh, on Monday the 6th of July. And Amendments can be tabled right up to a few days before that debate. So at the end of last week, we found out that these devastating abortion amendments had been tabled to the domestic abuse bill. Naomi, there were two. Um, what were the two amendments trying to achieve? Yeah, so um, the amendment that we were, we were speaking about that um, was not put to a vote last night and was withdrawn, that was to do with, with home abortion, so telemedicine abortion. During the coronavirus outbreak, uh, the UK government um, allowed women to be able to take abortion pills at home. So that policy is still going on now. Uh, and so they would have a, a video consultation with a doctor. And then if the doctor approved the abortion, they would then have the pills sent to them in the post. Of course, there's all sorts of safeguarding concerns around that. So we were very concerned that that particular amendment wouldn't pass. That would have allowed women in domestic abuse situations to be able to, to uh, have an abortion via telemedicine um, for the foreseeable future post-coronavirus um, outbreak. The other amendment was even more extreme and uh, extremely relieved that, that that didn't even get selected uh, by the Speaker. So that was to do with decriminalisation of abortion. So it would have allowed abortion up to 28 weeks gestation for any reason in any and all circumstances, including sex selective abortion. So it would have made the law in England and Wales one of the most extreme abortion laws in Europe, if not the world. So it essentially it would have removed all remaining legal protection for unborn babies up to 28 weeks gestation. That's, that's just under seven months gestation. It also would have removed any statutory protection of freedom of conscience for, for medical professionals who are opposed to abortion. Um, and it would have removed the requirement for two doctors to sign off on an abortion. Um, so it was, it was very extreme. And we know that BPAS, uh, Britain's largest abortion provider, were really pushing for that amendment to be selected and mobilising their, their supporters. We know that there were several MPs that have been saying for, for several years now that they, this is what they wanted to do with the domestic abuse bill. They wanted to hijack it and use it to introduce decriminalisation of abortion up to 28 weeks. So it was a huge relief that that amendment was not even selected for, for a vote um, yesterday. It's fantastic. And I guess uh, from our perspective at CARE, one of the encouraging aspects over the last couple of days has been the way that uh, many, many of our supporters, many of you listening and watching this got behind us and supported us. Um, and we just want to say a big thank you to all of you, uh, whether you prayed uh, about this issue, whether you contacted your MP, wrote to them, emailed them, um, every every email, every letter that you have sent has been a voice for the voiceless and we're so, so grateful to you. Um, Naomi, what happens next? Where, where are we going next? Because the domestic abuse bill is not finished its parliamentary journey, but there's also, there was some talk of a public consultation as well that the government want to hold. Could you just unpack that briefly? 
Yeah, that's right. So the the minister did agree, Victoria Atkins, she did agree to uh, a public consultation on the issue of telemedicine home abortions. Um, and so uh, we're not sure exactly when that will be taking place. But the good thing about a public consultation is it allows the opportunity for people to, to write in and express their view. It allows uh, the opportunity for the government to hear all of the safety concerns that we have and a number of other organisations have um, for women um, in taking these pills at home without without a scan, without being able to safeguard and protect them against abuse. So, um, so it does allow that opportunity to really scrutinise this policy. And the government themselves have already expressed some of their concerns, particularly in the House of Lords, um, about this particular policy. So we know that they are aware that there are some serious safeguarding concerns here. Um, so, so, so potentially that will take place um, some, at some point this year. Um, and so we'll be contacting supporters uh, to let you know how you can be responding to that consultation. Um, but obviously the bill then is moving to the, the House of Lords now. Um, so that, that should take place after the summer recess, uh, potentially in September. Um, and, and we may well see um, amendments being tabled to the bill again, which will try and push through either telemedicine abortion or decriminalization. Uh, removing all of that that protection for unborn babies up to 28 weeks gestation we may see other abortion amendments being tabled there so the the battle as it were is is by no means over um, and we will be contacting you and mobilizing supporters to to respond and contact peers at that time so it's important to, to keep praying um, because we know that this is far from over but also celebrating the victory that um that, that these amendments weren't successful yesterday Absolutely. Yeah, we don't have a lot of pro-life wins or we haven't had a lot of pro-life wins in recent times. So I think <laughs> we, we didn't really know how, what to do with ourselves when this happened. <laughs> like, how, do, how do we celebrate this? Uh, yeah, just give, give thanks to God. Um, we're going to draw this to a close. Naomi, thanks so much for your time. Just wanted to say for all of you listening, we would love to keep you informed with what's happening with the public consultation uh, on extending home abortions for all women uh, post the coronavirus 2020 legislation and also what happens with the domestic abuse bill in the House of Lords. And so the best ways for you to connect with our work, firstly, like and follow our Facebook page to get day-by-day uh, -day update, updates on what we're doing. And then secondly, uh, we send out a regular uh, email update every Friday, five o'clock, go to care.org.uk forward slash sign dash up. That's care.org.uk forward slash sign dash up. Sign up for Impact Direct and you'll be kept in the loop so that you'll be in a position not only to pray with us, but also to stand with us in political action as well when the time comes. So thank you so much for listening. Hope it's been helpful and uh, we'll see you again very shortly on the Carecast. You've been listening to The Carecast. Remember to subscribe to get the latest episodes and find out more about the work of care on care.org.uk. Care. For what you believe.